0: Welcome to Patriots Nation UK, brought to you by me, your host, Matt Inkster.
1: Good morning, Foxborough. I'm here on a podcast takeover. I'm here with Patriots Nations in the UK, and I'm here with the host, Matthew Inkster. How are you, Matthew?
0: Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How's yourself, Paul?
1: Yeah, good, good, good. So um, we tried doing a podcast last night, it didn't come out very well. So uh, we're using zoom.com and uh, you can see how this works and uh, hopefully you can use it going forward.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's um, something that's been recommended before, but I've just never used it. So first time user of this one, but so far so good. Excellent. Well, look, you take over, mate. Is
1: your podcast not mine?
0: Well, um... Basically, just uh, for our listeners, um, I know how you get into the Browns. I'm just um, wondering how, um, you know, tell our listeners how you get into being a Browns supporter.
1: Yeah, sure. So I started off being a Browns fan probably about 15 years ago. And uh, my friend went over to America, bought me the Browns cap, the Browns jerseys, and always used to wear Browns gear. But until five years ago, I didn't really know a lot about the players. So uh, there was a draft in the office and I thought, Now's the time to start studying and learning about the Cleveland Browns. So, uh, first of all, learn the uh, 53-man roster, learn a bit about the history, and since then, it's been go go go. So uh, that's it, really.
0: Ah, excellent. And um, you're off to Foxborough at the weekend. Um, I'm not jealous at all. Um, (laughs) uh, We're chatting last night. Um, You know, tell the listeners the difference in the price and the tickets for the actual game itself. Yeah,
1: cool. So my flight cost me 220 pounds, which is about 280 US dollars. And about uh, a month ago, the tickets were about 350 US dollars. So the flight was cheaper than the tickets. However, the good news is the weather's bad on the weekend, and the ticket price is dropping by about 20, 30 bucks a day. So yeah, I think we're around about one. 80 at the moment on a ticket for a ticket but I won't be paying anything more than 100 so uh, watch your space
0: yeah that that's mad how it drops so quickly and um, I don't know how the weather is down your way today but it's certainly cold up here just like a, a Foxborough um, afternoon can be or evening in the case of the the game itself and it's, Speaking about the game and just before hang on a minute, Matthew. Matthew, we've got some breaking news. I've just got online and the
1: ticket's 130 bucks right this second.
0: Oh, that's not bad. That's what? Uh, what's that about? 100, 100 quid thereabouts.
1: Mate, I'm going for. Now it's 130. I'm going to have go for 50 bucks for a ticket. Actually, <laughs> I'm. I still think I'm going to blag it for free. But anyway, so. Uh,
0: yeah, do your best. Um, you know, just tell them you're. Paul Brown of the podcast, um, and then you'll be all right. You'll be fine. Uh, but mate, to be honest, there is a little bit of a twist. I am. Um, I've got
1: uh, a kilt coming from your native country. Stuart Love from the NFL is bringing down a orange kilt for me for the uh, for the experience, and so I can't wait.
0: Yeah, that's uh, an interesting one. I I mean, I'm not. Um, that way inclined, but I know some Scottish people might frown upon an Englishman wearing a kilt. But you know, I think it's great, and you know, obviously, are going there and supporting the main man himself, Jamie Gillen, Scotch Hammer. And in my article that came out of our conversation last night, you know, I said it might be um, a punter's paradise at the weekend, you know, we're jostling for a field position and such like, and um. How have you viewed Jamie going forward as the season's progressed so far?
1: Yeah, well, um, I was quite excited, actually. I got um, the Scottish Hammer on for his first ever online interview, even before the Cleveland Browns. So, uh, yeah, that was um, really exciting. And, yeah, I've been texting him all the way through his whole journey and speaking to him, speaking to his family. And... Yeah, mate, he's been a player of the week or special teams player of the week a couple of times and he's been special teams player of the month. So uh, he is absolutely smashing it up at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's good to see, especially, for, as I say, from a Scottish perspective like myself, it's good to see that. And, um Looking at maybe the the offense with, obviously, Odell Beckham Jr. is there now. You've got Landry. Um, I believe Higgins is going to be back at the weekend. How do you see it playing out and what do you see the the strengths of the Browns and how you can maybe break down the the self-professed boogeymen? Yeah,
1: I I would like to think that our strength or the battle that we hope to win will be our D-line against your O-line and putting pressure on Brady, a bit like the Bills did against yourself.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And um, um, regards the the boogeymen themselves, are you are you scared going into Halloween that they might be a force to be reckoned with? Yeah, look, you're seven,
1: you're seven and zero. You can't argue that. You know how many Super bowls have you won recently? Uh, you are the man United of the 90s of uh, of soccer. What uh, where we are now, if that makes sense, uh, or you are now, so.
0: Yeah, that's um, it's always been my comparison, and it's a, a great um, thing that someone else has picked up on that. And from my point of view, because I always say that Patriots are the United of the '90s, and I see so much similarity between Bill Belichick and Sir Alex Ferguson himself with the way that he coaches up players. And I mean, you see, it, you might have seen that yourself even from Monday night that they were, you know, scores up in the game zero points on the board for the Jets and yet he still hustled that defense round and made sure that that, that um, burger was going to lie firmly with the, the Jets and zero points was going to be allowed. And, you know, flipping it on your defense, it's one thing that I'm concerned about, to be honest. Um, you know, you've got the likes of Miles Garrett there, who's a um, a stud rusher. Um, who could get towards Brady himself. You've got, I think, Denzel Ward and Greedy are going to be back this weekend. Do you think the defence could cause us um, quite a few issues over the, the course of the game? Yeah, definitely
1: D-line. I think we've got Joe Schobert, who's a pro bowler level, but we've also got Mac Wilson, a round five Alabama rookie. And he's been making some rookie mistakes this season. But, you know, he could have the game of his season or game of his life and step up. um, Corners. Corners, I feel, we've got strong depth there. And with no Josh Gordon. um, Yeah, I feel like this is another place where we could win the battle. But what the Patriots do so well is just play it simple, get the ball out fast and get the first downs, move the ball nicely. This is going to be, I think, tough for us to deal with, the rhythm of uh, Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, I think, um, as I suggested, the the field position could be vital, especially for both teams. Uh, you know, um, Brady is eloquent and quite good at going forwards. Um, just, you know, picking off three, four, five-yard passes here and there, you know, they're quite happy to take eight minutes off the clock and play a 12-minute drive and not force the issue, especially these days, his arms may be not the same strength as it used to be. And I think that could be something, you know, going between the linebacker and the backfield with, you know, cutting out Miles Garrett and cutting out Denzel and Greedy themselves and just playing over that middle part that's maybe where you see Stanu come into force this weekend. It's where Edelman's generally found a lot of space um, as well. It's something I'll be looking at. Um and especially with our running game's not being great, but James White could be on for a big weekend. But from my perspective as well, go flipping it back towards your offense, then I think Nick Chubb is going to be the one to look out for. And if he can gain you five, six, seven yards in first or second down, then, you know, it makes a lot easier for Mayfield. The part that he only needs to complete four or five yards to get that ten yards and on the next part of the, uh you know, as they progress down the field. So... With Mayfield himself um, being the lead perception QB going forward, do you think that might be a problem this weekend? Or do you think he'll be a bit more game-savvy and ready? You know, they've had the bye week, um, which has given them more prep time to come up against the Patriots. How do you see things going overall, Paul?
1: I really hope we do run it a lot. And it's not nice of the spectators to see a, a running game. But... Yeah, I would much prefer to run you, Chubb, a lot more than we have done previously. Uh, It's getting results. I know it's predictable, but if Baker just doesn't throw it so much, I think we could be in a good position. But I think with the four wide receivers, because we've got Callaway as well into that mix, Higgins, OBJ and Landry, then, uh, yeah, it could be be quite interesting. Some screenplays with Chubb that we're working on over the time as well, so there will be quite a lot of options. We're currently rotating three tight ends at the moment. Uh, we haven't got like a out-and-out out, uh, tight end, but hopefully we will be able to give you some problems. And uh, I really do hope that we don't get a uh, five-six touchdown uh, win advantage packed over the Browns this weekend. I uh, hopefully it comes down a bit more closer. I was actually doing some research on this game the last time the Browns went to uh, Foxborough and uh, I think we lost by one point, 27-26, and we had a 12-point lead. So, uh, classic Patriots, do everything they can to get the win in the last few seconds.
0: Yeah, it's um, something to watch out for. I mean the the game itself was definitely one going into the season. There was all the hype around the Browns and such like, and it was one that I pinpointed on the board as probably where generally the Patriots are slow starters. And this is the, the game that I thought, right, from here on in, you know, we're sitting at five and two or four and three, this is where we can kick on and move towards getting the division wrapped up and getting towards the FC championship game potentially. And, um, mm-hmm. Right. With the Browns, as I say, there's been loads of hype around them
1: uh, going in. The trade
0: came about. but well, it's not quite panned out. You're sitting at two and four um, right now. What do you think has gone wrong? Where, where have the issues
1: I, I, I certainly don't think there's one issue. I don't think it's penalties. I don't think it's Baker. I don't think it's Kitchens. I don't think it's confidence. I think it's a, a mixture of all to be honest and let's just put a bit of brownsy in there as well uh, against the seahawks you know we could have won and who's the other team we could have won i think to be honest we we, we definitely got beaten by the uh, four, uh 49ers that was a wake-up call and obviously the titans was another game that we you know we got beat which was very uh, which was very annoying so um but, yeah, I think it's just a mixture of absolutely everything. There's not one thing that's really causing us problems. Baker needs to stay in the pocket and get hit a bit and trust the pocket a little bit more instead of trying to think he's Russell, Wilson, every single snap and trying to get out of the pocket and do something special. Um, that's what Brady does, you know. He just plays it simple. And I would like Baker just to play it simple. The interceptions you mentioned earlier, I'm not too worried about the snaps. If you actually look at the interceptions themselves, a lot of them were uh tips off wide receivers and Baker gets the interception, so it's not that as bad as the stats make it out to be.
0: Yeah, the one it was at Callaway that was on the goal line against the Seahawks. I mean to me that it goes down to the box scores and interception, but that was him just juggling the ball around in the the Seahawks defense picking it up which it, it's a bit unfair to say that that's an interception and on the, on the QB um I know that's how it plays out in the box score but you know it's not it's not on him he threw it where it was meant to be and the receiver juggled the ball and ultimately lost it and which maybe that was the play that cost you the game against the Seahawks um so he's a bit unfortunate there, but I, li- I like Bayfield over, um, Mayfield overall. He's kind of like, I think yeah, I agree with you that um, like Deshaun Watson maybe does a bit too much as he sits in the, in the pocket a bit too long. We'd maybe like to see that a bit more from Mayfield um, going forward and we'll see how he gets on on Sunday. And um, just before I let you go, Paul, because um, I know we're both on our, our lunch break as it stands right now, that... Um, how do you see the season playing out? A lot of your fans in general, you know, you're seeing the, the schedule on paper that it's easy, so to speak, but, you know, you've got to take each game at a time, I guess, is the cliché phrase. How do you see things playing out? Um, do you think you make the playoffs and beyond, or are you happy just to get come out with maybe an 8-8 eight eight season? Yeah, Matthew, I think you're spot on. The problem we've got is that
1: a lot of Browns fans are looking at it, looking at it going, Arizona. Looking at Denver, looking at uh, Steelers away, or Steelers home and away, Bengals home and away. And if you just look there, you've got like six games, which, you know, Ravens again. Okay, there, there we go. There's seven games that Browns fans have just... Oh, uh, Dolphins, eight. There we go. There's eight games there that the Browns fans are just thinking, we're going to win all of them. We're going to finish the season uh, 12 and... But it's just not the case. I even predicted that we lose to the Dolphins, which sounds crazy, but we beat the Steelers (laughs) home and away, and that was before the injuries and before the start of the season. So, um, you know, you got to take every game as they come, as you said. But yeah, I see us going eight and eight, with the view that we hit the sixth playoff spot, and we may win one game, we may win two games. But here's the flip, and this covers my ass. If the Browns <laughs> if the Browns do put a six seven wins together at the end of the season, there's no reason why we can't go to the Super Bowl. But we have got four tough games in front of us. Pats, Denver away, Bills at home, Steelers at home. And I think this them four four games, I'm going to all four of them. I feel that this is the turning point of our season.
0: I think you're right. I think if you come out of those four, three and one, or four uh, or four and zero, oh, then you know you're making a statement. Um, hopefully, it, it it worked best maybe for you guys as the the it's three and one because you're going to lose this weekend. But um, no, if um, if you come out of that with that sort of record, then that's putting a your stamp on it, and then you can go into the the other games that are left with a lot more confidence and, you know, a shot at the playoffs and maybe beyond and live up the hype that was before the season started. So with that being said, Paul, um, what do you think? How you how you seeing this one playing out on Sunday?
1: Yeah, as it's your podcast, I'll be very polite. Uh, but we're going to go for a Browns 28, Pats 23, Browns win. Shock of the season, talent overcomes everything and we win the game.
0: It's, uh, it, it, for the neutral at least, it's a, a game to look forward to if that's the, the sort of scoreline. But I think you're, um, I don't think our defence will hold out forever, unfortunately. So I think you, get, you rack up some points this weekend, maybe a couple of touchdowns and a field goal. But ultimately you lose in, in quite a close encounter. Um, From my perspective But as long as Overall as long as your season Comes out better than the Giants I'm not too fussed Because I've got a bet on With a Giants friend That um, has derisory comments Towards Beckham Jr And says he's A washed up Something or other Um, Is maybe the polite way to say it So I've predicted That you have a better season Than the Giants So um, hopefully that comes true For myself Um, So yeah I think that's the, the game wrapped up. So before um, I do let you go properly, I'll give you the floor, my friend. And plug away your podcast, your YouTube channel, where people can get you on social media, etc.
1: Okay, the first thing is, uh, don't listen to my podcast because it's daily, every single day. It's all about the Cleveland Browns and there's really no point of any Patriots fan listening to the show. However, if you are, if we are playing the Pats, then this week we had Mark Schofield on, who's a great guy. Um, works for locked on or used to work for locked on uh, patriots um but i do a daily podcast every day but some of the interesting stuff that i do is on my instagram which is paul brown underscore uk and then my youtube channel which is paul brown underscore Cleve, which is c l e and um i've got uh, over a thousand subscribers i'm trying to build it at the moment and it's all about an nfl fan going out to the us you can watch my videos each week and see what it's actually like being a Browns fan traveling across.
0: Excellent. Well, I think we'll leave it there, friend, and we'll catch up maybe on the other side of the weekend, um, depending on how the result goes.
1: So like a boxing match, we need to put the rematch in, in place now, because um, like, if the Browns win, you're not going to want me on your podcast, and uh, yeah, if the Pats win, I'm going to be too sad to come on your podcast. So we need to put it right in now that yeah, I'll come on next week and we can talk about what actually happened.
0: Yeah, excellent. Um, that for sure, I'll get you back on. Um, as long as you're not crying in your pint at the airport, then um, I'll happily have you on. That's fi- fine by me.
1: <laughs> all right, excellent. Well, look, uh,
0: keep keep watching
1: the weekend. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And, yeah, all you Pat fans over there in the UK or wherever you are listening, f- follow us and uh, hopefully you get an experience of seeing a Cleveland Browns fan celebrating or losing this weekend in Foxborough
0: Perfect, looking forward to it. um I'll, I'll be keeping a close eye on how your journey goes um, Go Browns!